cliffcentral.com. Hello, 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 hello. What's going on? It's your man, G-Man, the ad man, and I'm back on it. It's another beautiful Wednesday. Uh, I am, I am still, you know, don't, don't, don't wonder where the triumph is in the background. I'm making it happen. There it is. There it is. There's a triumph. Mm. All you, all you Woo fans out there. And, and even those of you who might not have been Woo fans before this, I'm sure, I'm sure the show has introduced you to, to, to the underbelly of hip hop. Uh, uh, in fact, in fact, to the, to the good schools of hip hop. Uh, that is Wu Tang Clan was triumph in the background. I think I just sounded like Eddie Zondi there for a second. That is Wu Tang Clan. And with triumph. Uh, but yeah, that's what's up. That's what's up. This is your man, G-Man, the ad man. Uh, and we're hanging out. It's another, it's another beautiful week of advertising. Uh, there's been some amazing stuff that's happened in the, in the past week. Remember I told you about the, the pindering judging that happened a couple of weeks ago. Those finalists got released. Uh, I, I saw that they had some technical glitches at some point. Their, their website was, was giving them trouble on the 16th, which is when the, the, um, the results were actually, oh, the finalists were actually supposed to be released. But now they came out. They came out yesterday, uh, and and some guys have done really well. Some guys we know, some some fans and friends of the show have done really really well uh, in in the uh, in, in in that department. So I just want to I just want to shout some some of those cats out, uh, guys. You guys are you guys are doing well. Uh, I'm not going to call everyone out by name, but you know you guys you guys know who you are. Uh, so so yeah. Well done, well done, y'all. Well done, y'all. So yeah, the pendulums are happening soon. Uh, remember, I told you guys about uh, about all that all that money that you can win. Uh, but I mean, it's a bit too late for you to win the money now uh, because you know the finalists have been announced. If you're not a finalist, then you're not getting the money. But uh, go look at that that finalist list. Uh, go see if some of your friends are finalists because they might be making some cash soon. Uh, yeah, and, and and hit them up. Go 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 chill with the guys, man. Uh, yo, what else has happened? We, oh, snap. I caught this really, really dope ad, uh, on the net. So it was one of those pre-roll ads. You know, pre-roll is a, pre-roll I've always thought is a, is a very risky place. Um, and, uh, and, and, hey, your ads really need to be dope for, for me to actually spend time looking at the actual pre-roll ads. But I, I caught, I caught this really cool one. Mostly, probably also because, you know, it, in this ad, uh, are, are two friends of, of the show as well who've, who've been on the show before, uh, Donovan, Goliath, and, uh, and, and Lois Matinga. So, so shout out, shout out to those cats. Shout out to those cats. Uh, yeah, it's a really great ad. It's, it's for, it's for Ford, uh, and it's called Adult Well. Now, I saw, I saw this ad and I was like, you know, this is, this is what happens when, when, when you realize that your, your client actually, when they tell you that there's no budget, they are for real that there's no budget. So it's some, some excellent editing that I saw in that and one location inside a car, you know, thanks to, thanks to car karaoke. Oh, is it karaoke? Yes, yes, I actually, actually, I got a little woozy just saying that. Karaoke. Uh, they, uh, they, they essentially got, got the, the camera angles exactly like, like you would have seen in, in some of those things. And the guys give some really dope performances. So if you haven't seen it, uh, go, go to, go to, well, go to YouTube and, and try to watch anything cool and that'll come up. Or actually, uh, yeah, some, maybe just go to YouTube and, 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 um, and look for it and search for the ad. I think it's really, really cool. It feels like it's, uh, it's, it's the first of a series. So we'll be looking forward to checking out some of that stuff. So, so yeah, that, that, that's that. Uh, well done to, to the guys at JWT, uh, and, 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 uh, Loiso Matinga and, and Donovan Goliath. I get the feeling that they were part of the writing team. Uh, if not, there was just a whole lot of ad-libbing, uh, or just doing stuff off the cuff, but it came off really, really cool. So, so yeah, go check it out. I think it's really, really dope. It's a, it's a, it's a real, it's a masterclass in, yes, as I just said, masterclass. Matinga and Donovan, you owe me some stuff. I just said masterclass. It's a masterclass in performance and in, in kind of, in kind of making, giving off really, really natural, natural performance. So that's really cool. Check, go check that out. But I mean, it'll also be remiss of me to not to not talk about to not talk about you know the you know you heard me play Claymore earlier. Uh, it's from Cheese Corp. 
And and if for those of you who don't know, the, the, for those of you who who only know this man from from your Christmas parties, Mendoza was a part of 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 Chiscop. And and essentially essentially branched out of out of Chiscop to create his own brand, to create the brand Mendoza. And and it, it's amazing because because that brand had actually started growing before even before the the track that that uh, that is the second national anthem as, as some might call it. Um yeah, well as Hernando's uh, Ed has also called it before. Um and and before before it yeah it was a mainstay at every Christmas party and at every every uh, white people wedding that you've been to, he had started building he had started building the brand Mendoza by started by speaking those social issues uh, with with tracks like uh, which was you know a, a big a big uh, a track that actually motivated a lot of cats to get off the corner and, and and go working but essentially he built that brand from the time from the time he realized that. Um, uh, you know, the, the dropping a track like Galagata essentially put him out there, and and was, it was called the quintessential crossover track. Quintessential, even who'd have thought that quintessential would be used to, to define a quite the track? But yeah, but then the, the then the the brand Mandoza essentially grew grew to such a to, to such a to become such a such a big giant that even post that, when when he dropped other tracks like like Hotoba and and Tornado, and 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 all those other tracks. It feels like it feels like his brand his brand had been had been built on 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 the on Kalagata, on and being the, the the crossover track. So so it would be remiss of us to not to not kind of you know say, and I'm sure I'm sure a lot of us you know from now on when that track plays we're, we're going to remember um, essentially a, a brand that, that brought South Africans together from many many spheres. Um, I, I was I was at a at a wedding this past weekend uh, where where, did, where when Kalagata did not play. Uh, so, so I was worried about, about what kind of wedding I was at, but it was actually quite a dope wedding. Um, but, but I'm sure all of us have been to, have been to weddings where, when Galagata has played and, and seen, and seen it just turn out. So, yeah, that's, that, that's what's been happening in my, in my world. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you what we're going to be doing. If you've been following me on Twitter and if you've been following me on, uh, on Facebook, you'll know that today on the show, we have, we have a really, really special guest. See, it's, it's been, the South African advertising industry is 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 world renowned actually, and it's it's a very strange thing because it feels like it's the only African brand of advertising that's actually spoken about uh, around the world. There are others that are that are coming up, but it feels like we have we have the loudest voice in 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 the land of advertising universe. Well, yeah, in in, in the world, and and we export a whole bunch of people. We export a whole bunch of talent. We ex- we export a whole bunch of um of well of of people from here and and work. That makes sure that we, uh, we, we, we are represented out there. So it's really, really cool that, um, I'm actually going to be able to, to talk to somebody who's been out there, who's, who's actually represented, uh, for, for South Africa and, and is back, is back in the country, uh, to, to, to come and impart some of that knowledge. Uh, I'm just making, I'm just trying to make sure that, that we can actually hear him because he's in Cape Town. You know, uh, that's what happens when you're in your process of, of, of reintroducing yourself back to South Africa from overseas. You start in Cape Town. You know, so you just, you know, because you are still overseas when you're in Cape Town. So you just essentially, you know, bring yourself slowly back in. So we're going to be calling him in a little bit. Uh, you know, phone calls ever since, ever since, you know, we, we've gotten, we've gotten the data thing down uh, here at at Cliff Central. If you, if you know, if you know, you saw that the big bosses were yesterday in, um, in Parliament, by big bosses, I referred to Tibo Touch and uh, and Gareth. They were in Parliament yesterday, and they were talking about you know you know just like how you know fees must fall, data must fall, uh, and and I think it's a very important conversation. So so we've got going on is that uh, I'm going to be calling I'm going to be calling uh, Chris, Mr. Chris Gotts. That's who I'm going to be talking to. Let me let me applaud myself right now for a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to be calling Mr. Chris Gotts in a little bit uh, from Skype. 
uh, because because the big bosses have made sure that that you know uh, data can fall. Uh, so so I believe we we do have we we well we are patching through to Chris now. So so do this for me. Send me send me your tweets. Send me your tweets to at Blacksem at B L A X E M uh, with your questions for for Chris. Or, or your comments for Chris. Anything you want to know. I mean, like I said, he's been, he's been overseas. He's been, uh, he's been, he, and now he's back. Uh, you'll remember that he was, he was, he, I mean, he's done a campaign on campaign that, that you might have known and loved. And some are going to surprise you. There, there's some things that Chris has done that you don't even know that this man has touched. This is like, this is like that, you know, that Quincy Jones conversations where someone says, do you know that Quincy Jones wrote happy birthday? Even though he didn't. Quincy Jones didn't write happy birthday. But it's that kind of thing where you're gonna go, I can't believe that Chris Goss was a part of that piece of work as well. So, so it's gonna be dope. We're gonna have, we're gonna have a, a nice chat about, about stuff. I believe, I believe we might actually have him on the line. Uh, Mr. Chris Goss, are you there? I'm fine, G-Man. How are you doing? I'm so dope. I'm so dope. Welcome, welcome to the show, Mr. Mr. Chris Goss. What's up? Hey? Uh, I'm, I'm good, man. I'm good. I haven't seen you for a while. Yeah, well, you've been, you've been overseas. I am, but as I said, I'm a homeboy, so now I'm home, eh? Yeah, oh, that's dope. That's dope. So, so when did you get back? Tell me, tell me when you when you got back from from Chicago. Um, the, we actually were we um we left Chicago in the middle of uh, June. Oh, so you've been July. back for a while then? Yeah, we went on holiday first. I mean, we had a holiday plan. Ah. I, I was going to quit my job in Chicago, so we had a holiday plan for like uh, July and August. Yeah. We were going to be back in South Africa anyway. So uh, when I resigned, we just decided to take that holiday. And then I was going to look for another job in the States, which uh. I did. And a few few things came up. So the plan was to be back there now because school starts in September for the kids. And, right. uh, and uh, yeah, but lo and behold, I'm still in South Africa. Really. So obviously this place got a bit of a hold on me now. That's what's up. Is, I, and we're not letting you go. Well, you know what? People have said that before and then they've left. Again, so so you know what, you know we're not gonna let you hurt us, you know what I mean. So so it's fine, <laughs> it's fine. We're not gonna allow you to hurt us to get attached to you, and then you're gonna hurt us again. But um, but that's but yeah, that's amazing. It was a strange thing. So, but how long were you out there, Chris? How how long were you actually out there in in the US? Almost exactly a year. Um, just what, short one of year? A year because yeah. So I mean, obviously the plan was to be there for longer. Yeah. But the job didn't the job didn't really work out the way I wanted it to. Yeah. And. Um, yeah, you know, so, um, so that's that, that's a big part for Chris. various reasons. I can uh, I can elaborate on that if you want. Yeah, that's a, that's exactly the, the reason why it's one of the biggest reasons why we called you because you know you know what happens, Chris, is that uh, when when, these, when stuff like this happens, you know, you come back, you were, you were on holiday, and then you come back, and then you are staying. It's hardly a year. I mean, the rumor mill flies. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. Know, what I, are they saying? I, they they said me. they said you shot some black folk out there. Uh, yeah, that's true. They said, <laughs> "Well, it's Chicago, you know." Yeah, exactly, exactly. You know, if, you're, if you're an elderly white white male in Chicago, that's what you do. <laughs> Ooh, hey, okay, let's not start there. But yeah, that's one of the rumors. One of the rumors is that you were at a restaurant called Yoke, uh, and a black guy said the wrong thing to you, and uh, you pulled out a nine, and then no, there, so there, there, <laughs> no, so there, <laughs> no, there, 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 you know, there's like. I'd really like to know, and, I, and I'm sure a whole bunch of people out there would li- would like to know, you know, what what happened, you know, what 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 brings a man back from what sounds like, you know, like the the perfect job. You're out there in Shire City, and and what what, yeah. what brings a man back from from something like that? Well, you know, I mean, and as you say, I mean, you've been to Chicago. Chicago uh, is an amazing place. Yeah, and um, we were totally uh, we were totally blown away by the city. We saw lots of music there. Our kids were in great schools. 
Um, and I had obviously very specific objectives uh, that I wanted to achieve with the job. And it was a global position, so we were we were working with a whole bunch of other markets. And, right. You know, when you go into these things, you go into them with a very specific way of running these things. Yeah. And um, obviously, you know, the one thing that I always knew about Americans is that uh, they have amazing smiles. Right. They must have very good orthodontists. <laughs> must have, must have very, must have very good orthodontists over there. <laughs> but, <clears throat> yeah. But. Um, but they've also got um, very big mouths and very small ears. So I found I was saying a Boom. lot of stuff, but not a not a lot of people were listening to me. Yeah. And um, I, uh, you know, I was in a partnership with someone that wasn't working on the on the uh, on the agency side. And uh, all right, really, I, uh, you know, I, I wanted things to be perfect, perfect, and. Uh, yeah. I ran into a lot of uh, what I call my way or the highway people. Ah, um, right. And um, I think that, you know, it was a big thing for me, Grant, to go over there. I really wanted things to work out perfectly. I really wanted things to go very well. And, you know, the side of it that did go well was I did some very nice work. Uh, I won some some stuff in some some advertising awards shows. But, you know, that's not... That's not the measure of happiness for me. And That's uh, right. I was going in every day with like a little bit of a knot in my stomach and wondering whether I'd done the right thing. Sure. So as I say, the plan was to bail out of that one and then um, and then get another gig out something there. Else. Yeah. Yeah. Which I which I did. I found a few things in uh, in New York City and they were getting close. But then I was staying down in Simonstown and uh, uh, Gary Lai, who's the CEO of this agency, started yeah. to tell me about it. And then I went in and we had lunch and slowly reeled me in you know yeah sure that's that's crazy man i think you know i'm sure there's a whole bunch of people the whole bunch of south african creatives who you know in the back of their minds have, have always had aspirations of of going to work overseas and 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 especially because it's an english-speaking country you kind of feel like ah oh, it'll also be easier yeah. you know and and because of also how how small the the kind of the media world and whatever has become we all watch the same things or whatever so you feel like it'll be easy uh, yeah. to go across and and just and just kind of make an influence or or do as well as as you did out here. So I'm really really glad that we can we can have this chat and uh, and people can go. Yeah, maybe I don't know about about going to the US, but I mean I I, I know you, you know you've also used a lot of euphemisms about. I mean you you've tried to explain it, but there's euphemisms about you know my way or the highway kind of people. Do you think though that there was there's there's still some kind of uh, a disrespect, if I can call it that, for 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 the way we do stuff out here, or for the fact that you are still from South Africa, so you know you can't tell me. Do you think do you think that kind of happened as well? No, I mean it's a very interesting question though, because um, you know one of the things I found out about myself as a South African, and and it's very in- you know I mean I think that we have our polarities as a nation, and there's lots of disagreements, and it's very interesting shooting back into the society and like, right. uh, a lot of people are diametrically opposed to each other but it's, it's interesting to, to, you know our commonality as people I think is we move straight we're very honest yeah we we, we take the piss out of each other all the time yeah, yeah. And I thought all people I thought I thought all people were like that you know yeah, yeah. but um, when I, I, I got to I, I think I got to the states I found out that the, you know the fact that we like to make a plan and we're very resourceful and yes, we're very yes, honest yes. people and we take you know we like to rag each other and stuff yeah. that's very specific thing to South Africa it doesn't exist South out African there they don't, they don't play that thing no I mean I think that the business culture in the United States is very formal right it's probably quite a lot slower and it did take me a little while to adapt but yeah 
I mean, after a while, I really enjoyed it. And I think that if you do a really big piece of work in the USA, mm. then it becomes a really big piece of work because right. it's going to get the coverage that it needs. And I did a, I did a very, very big thing for Glade called the Museum of Feelings, which won at Cannes. And oh, stuff. yeah, and I remember that. Dead. I remember seeing that. That's dope. Yeah. And I mean, the, the, it was, it was, you know, you execute there on, 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 with scale, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, and everyone knows when you've done something. So I was very happy to have, uh, to have worked on a few pieces that I was very sure. Yeah, no, 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 no. I mean, I think over there were great, you know. Yeah, no. Look, I think I think that it's uh, it, it's yeah. Like I said, it's very sobering because you know because of, of the aspirations that everyone has for out there. But I mean, they. I, I'm now. I'm just curious about 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 you know the industry on that side and all that. I, and I've heard that you know they, they, it's also it's also quite segmented even internally. So you, you'll get like a guy who's the who's the VP of of the Hispanic market. You know what I mean? Uh, as, as, yeah. a, as opposed yeah. to just having like, you know, one guy who runs all the communication for all the things. Um, is, that, is that one of the things that like, did you did you have to kind of go? Did you go in there and be like the, the guy who was in charge of the white people market? Or, or you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Did, did you go out there and be like, you know, I'm, I'm going to be creative director of whites. You know what I mean? So, yeah. yeah. And, and, and how, is, does that um, hinder, how does that hinder the, the, the process? Well, I think that, you know, Probably the, the USA is, is a more homogenous population than South Africa. I mean, I yeah. think there's a lot of uh, economic segmentation. And yes, yes, yes. Me, uh, and certainly it, it has its issues with discrimination as well. But I think that overall people have this, have a very similar uh, cultural experience. Yeah. So I suppose it's, 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 it's from, from a, like a target market point of view, it's slightly less segmented and, and, yeah. and easier. But, but you know, there were... Um, Specific agencies set up to, to talk to the Hispanic population in the yes, U.S., which yes, is yes. significant. You know, it's nearly, yeah. it's nearly. I mean, I, I think it's in the teens somewhere, probably fifteen percent of the population at the moment. So yeah. it might even be higher. So, and in fact, there was a South African, well, a guy who worked here in South Africa, an Indian guy called Hital Kandi. Right. Um, we did some amazing work on McDonald's. And oh yeah, I, I know Hital. Working, I know Hital. Yeah, he used to be a DDB, yeah, right? Yeah, good guy. Yeah. And he was working in uh, for Leo Burnett in the Hispanic division. God knows why. Yeah, but, man. Uh, yeah, yeah, man. So uh, he was a Hispanic Indian guy. That's why you know. Yeah. I suppose, maybe because he had a dark skin, that thought he knew about Hispanic people. Yeah, right? so, sounds about right. And, and I mean, you know, if we're going with stereotypes, then I mean, all it is is you're selling white white t-shirts and chinos, right? So. That's what it is. And, exactly. And exactly. What the, With please man. <laughs> oh, that's insane. But 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 I mean, just as a learning, do you think that 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 kind of thing could could work out yet? Do you think that if we if we were to ever like kind of go, let's concentrate and say maybe maybe we have a division that's like the guys that only concentrate on selling stuff to to Indian people or to colored people. Do you think that that's something that could work out yet? I certainly think that you need to take people's. Um, Individual socioeconomic backgrounds into consideration. Yeah. And I think That's that right. People have a very, very, very different experience. I mean, you know, uh, just from working in the industry here, yeah. Um, that, that that I'm not sure that um, I mean, you know, the, the work that feels to me that it, that it expresses itself most to, for instance, black consumers in this country yeah. is probably work that was done by black creators, and I think that. Uh, you know, I think I think that it's not yeah. always clear. It's not always the case, but I think that the agencies that, that have, in fact, the agencies that have invested in black talent and have got black people doing 
um, the work, especially on the big brands. You look at the KFCs and the Vodacoms. It That's makes right. a difference, you know. Yeah. You have you have people who, who outside the industry saying, "Okay, those people talk to me, then it looks like they know what they're doing." You know. Yeah. It doesn't feel like uh, it doesn't feel like white guys trying to talk to black people. Yeah, but I mean, it's also for me, it's it, it's it's very it's very funny coming from you because I mean, you you worked on on probably one of the biggest, I mean, in inverted commas, black brands this country has ever launched uh, in, in in YFM. Uh, but but yeah. exactly so so I mean uh, that that for me is has always been a strange conversation in that you know talking about you know like like a certain group of people but but having said that and yeah. also coming from from the conversation that I had with Amitili it is important what you're saying is it's hella hella important that we that we get those stories right so here's what I do Chris uh, I'm getting people waving from me on the other side I have to play an ad because yeah. you know even on the internet we have to pay the bills so so I'm I'm gonna play an ad and then when we come back. You've told me this amazing, the amazing story of, of your your journey on 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 the YFM brand or whatever. And we're gonna get I will into, do. That'll we're gonna get a, into that. Cool. Exactly, and, and let's let, let's let other people enjoy enjoy that good story. So I'm gonna play an ad, uh, and then and then and then I'm gonna, I'm gonna play a track, and then after that track, we're gonna come back and we're gonna have a, another another chat. Yeah. Cool man. Sharp. Awesome. So T, do you know that we host motoring's biggest power hour? Yes, I do. And do you know that it's not just a show about cars, but it's a show that covers a host of topics? Yes, I do. And do you know that there are over 1 billion cars currently in use on Earth and that the new car smell is composed of over 50 volatile organic compounds? Uh, no. Make sure you're up to speed with all things motoring by tuning in to Auto Central every Monday morning at 9 a.m. just after the Gareth Cliff Show or download the podcast on autotrader.co.za. Auto Central, motoring's biggest power hour, powered by Autotrader. At Sibanye, we believe leaders are made, not born. We also believe we can create a sustainable legacy by helping to develop tomorrow's leaders today. We are proud of our partnership with the Leadership Platform and will continue to support leaders who are committed to growing our country. Sibanye, we are one. Visit us on sibanyegold.co.za.
Download the Cliff Central app. Available now on the Apple App Store and Google Play Store. You have to have more black people in the agency. We tend to apologize for this or be a bit apologetic about how we say it. And, and it's 22 years down the line. So, fuck that. G-Man, the ad man. Fuck that. <laughs> Want to hear more? Get the podcast on cliffcentral.com. Hello, hello, hello. We're back. We're back. It's your man, G-Man, the ad man. And we're still hanging out with Mr. Chris Gotts on the other side. He's in Cape Town. I think you guys can still hear, can hear that wind. It's, it's rough there in Cape Town. It's rough in Cape Town. It's about as, as, as rough as Chicago. <laughs> yeah. No, but but uh, you guys, what you guys just heard is Babes Will Do More once again uh, with, uh, with, with you know, what is ultimately the song of the year. But, uh, but we're probably playing it one last time because, um, because she's coming out with another track, Mercedes. Uh, uh, very soon So I'm, I'm very very sure I'm going to fall in love with that As much as I was with the previous one uh, But yeah But uh, I mean let's move on I mean Mr. Mr. Gods Are you still there on the other side? I am indeed eh? Alright dope So yeah I was saying before Before we went to, to ad break That uh, uh, I mean we're, I think The first time uh, Chris and I actually got to hang out uh, Was in Cannes uh, See I just dropped it in yeah. there I just dropped it in there Like it ain't shit You know I was in Cannes <laughs> uh, And uh, and we, we had a lengthy chat And he actually he regaled me about this, The story of 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 the YFM brand and, and 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 how and how you know he was one of the people that were that were you know responsible for 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 bringing the brand to life. But yeah, Chris, I think you know I think everyone wants to know the story. You know, I, I've heard it I've heard it a few times, and I think I think it's amazing. Tell us how how did they come about? You where, what agency were you at at the time? I was at um, uh, Gavin Reddy, TBWA right. Gavin Reddy, or Gavin Reddy Horn, or DDB, or it was it, it, it was very schizophrenic that agency. Right. Five different names. <laughs> Shout out, Mr. And, Nathan Reddy. Uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, Dirk, Dirk came to us and uh, asked us to help him launch the station. Uh, it, it was, it was, a, it, it was, it still ranks as one of the most amazing projects I've ever done. I mean, I was young right. at the time, you know. Yeah, oh, you're uh, still young now, nice. Chris. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I was working with this guy called uh, Clinton Bridgeford, right? Who, who you might know. Who, yeah. Um, yeah, I know Clinton Bridgeford. He was uh, he ended up at Why Not at some point, right? That's right. Yeah. yeah. And Shout out, Mr. Bridgeford. Obviously, and when you when you launch a radio station, the first thing you've got to do is you've got to tell all the media people that are going to be buying space on your radio station yeah. about your target audience, right? Yeah. What kind of people are you trying to attract as your listeners? That's right. And in this case, not a lot of people knew about the experience of black youth specifically in the Gauteng area which is what the um, what the Why station was targeted at yeah and then um, also um, you know I, I think that we didn't know very much about it yeah. and at that stage obviously I think transformation was non-existent in the advertising industry although I think that you know Gavin Reddy was um, yeah um, we were fairly representative we had we had we, we were working with Nathan at the time yeah. Nathan and Louis Gavin and um, shout, shout out Nathan you know, Reddy we, yeah, yeah exactly exactly <laughs> and uh, so so it was it was almost a voyage of discovery for Clinton and I we for for about two months we um, hung out with black students at uh, at Wits Tech we went to Bronfontein we went to Two Rocky Streets yeah. and we eventually put together this uh, we put together this amazing book. Yeah, um, this magazine about these um, eight or nine people that we spent a lot of time with, and about their lives, and about their aspirations and their dreams. Right, right, right. Um, and we used that book to 
to present to the media planners. And the other thing we did was he sent out a direct mail piece, which yeah. was a Molotov cocktail, a petrol bomb. With <laughs> a like petrol a, bomb. A petrol bomb, yeah. yeah. And with a, with a black fist, um, which was turned into a, um, a, a zap sign uh, with the middle finger raised. And it said wow. the struggle... The struggle isn't over. Um, it's, um, it's just changed. Sure. So, um, sorry, I'm just uh, some people going in and out of gates here. Yeah. Um, it's busy yeah, there, so, your new agency. And, and yeah, yeah, exactly. It's busy. <laughs> it's busy, but we need more people. We need more people. <laughs> okay, we'll do we'll do the plug at the end. We'll we'll, we'll plug your, your your recruitment drive at the end. Okay. Sharp. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, so so we we had this amazing project, and we we managed to get these two incredible pieces of work out. And um, uh, you know, you say like, uh, I, you know, how did Clinton and I and whoever did this come for a couple of white guys trying to talk yeah. to a whole bunch of black people and um, or black youth at that stage? And no one really ever talked to that segment of the population. But that's right. I think that. I think that, uh, and and as it turns out at the time, not a lot of people did did necessarily want to talk to them. But um, the brands that did engage on YFM obviously got uh, massive amounts of leverage. We had more than a million listeners within uh, a couple of months. It was the fastest growing radio station in South Africa, and the rest is history. But the way we got to the work, I mean, we didn't really do it ourselves. I remember there was this amazing meeting where we had... uh, uh, DJ Spoo and uh, I think uh, Oscar was there yeah. and I think uh, um, Fresh was there and we were meeting on the roof of um, a, a, a one of the places in Rocky Street and uh, right, they right. came up with a payoff line individually for us and That's did a lot of the work for us actually. So that is really, it was really very much a collaborative effort and I think that it was a it was a great example of a client knowing their brand much better than we knew it. Although yeah. we were on this kind of voyage of discovery at the time, but. Uh, yeah, That's what amazing. a story and what an amazing thing to have been part of. And of course, then after about a year, Randall Abrams came on board. Yeah. Um, and he, he was a bit of a hardcore oak, but actually a, a, a great marketing guy. Yeah. He helped grow it from strength to strength as the marketing person for YFM. But yeah, just those times, man, 95, 96 was, was yeah. an incredible time to be in South Africa. You know, that's, was, that's dope. Everyone was flashed with, with uh, an optimism and, uh, yeah. and I'm hoping we're going to return to that. Eh? I was about to say that. I was saying, I mean, just, just off air, you and I were talking about, you know, the reason why we came back and, and, and you were saying that it feels like, it feels like there's something amazing that we've got going on here that, uh, that we need to make, you know, we need to actually make more of. Yeah, I, I mean, I can, you know, obviously there's a rising consciousness yeah. that's happening in the, in, in the universities and you can feel it online, you can feel it in Twitter. And I think that, uh, I think that that's something that's necessary. I think that, you know, maybe the Rainbow Nation mentality did paper over the cracks a little bit or yeah. maybe it papered over the cracks a lot. So I think that the experience that we, the sort of social experiences that we're going through at the moment are very necessary. Yeah. But then on the other side, you know, I, you know, I can see a country like starting to starting to take shape yeah. beyond the politics. You know, That's and, true. and I think that what maybe what what the last eight years has shown us is the way we shouldn't be, and 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 um, the way we need to be. Yeah. I think that there's always been uh, uh, there's always been lots of people with with um, very sincere intent, and you look at South Africans around the world and the amount that they achieve. I mean, That's right. I was astounded in 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 the US. Uh, and how many South Africans have done like super well over there. So, you know, with, with those kind of people aboard, I mean, I think that yeah. I'm certainly feeling very optimistic about the country. And a lot of people think it was kind of a strange decision to decide to yeah. stay here as opposed to go back to the States. But 
you know, I think that I have the ability to make some sort of an impact somewhere. And I yeah. think that if I'm going to make an impact at the moment, I've decided I want to try and do something here as opposed to over there. You know? Okay, that's dope. That's dope. I really, really like that. I, I really dig that. And I think it, it, it's very, it, it's, a, it's a really cool thing because I feel like that in, all that thinking that actually happens um, um, the world that, that is in the streets right now feels like it's, it's also having its impact on, on corporate South Africa. And, well, I can't speak for the rest of corporate South Africa, but definitely in advertising, it feels like, it feels like that, that, that Rainbow Nation, uh, uh, paintbrush that you were talking about earlier. It feels like, it feels like uh, there's a lot of realization internally as well. We're all going, yeah, guys, but you know, what is, what is the real, what's the real look of, of, of this and, and what, what is it practically going, going, going to look like and how are we actually going to make a real difference? So, I, so I, I applaud you on that, Mr. Kotz. Uh, but, but let's, Let's also get into let's get into some some of the the, the real issues that we're, that we're dealing with out here and 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 I'm hoping that some of your experiences having gone overseas can help can help kind of address those things even even in in the agency that you're at right now. So so for example, I mean, how how and I mean I've I've been to to some of those agencies in in the US and and I know like there's like I, I think in the one time I was actually in Chicago, I saw three three black guys in the studio, you know. Um, and and it, yeah. felt, it felt like they were they were also like nicely like just sitting on on the on the sidelines, uh, mar- marginalized. Uh, but hold on, technically we're doing something here, but it's fine, it's fine. Yeah. yeah. So sorry, sorry about that. Um. So so and and do you think that they did they have some kind of plan of of how they're going they're going to change that? And and are there any learnings that you got from there about how they how they actually incorporating, uh, uh, not necessarily just from from marketing to them, but are they how are they incorporate? Well, who are the minorities on that side into the mainstream of advertising? Yeah, I mean, I must admit, <clears throat> Chicago is not a prob- probably not a very good case to to sort of bear witness about that yeah. stuff because um, it's uh, it's over. It's, it's obviously it's quite a polarized city. There's yeah. like heavy. It's heavily economically sentiment- segmented, you know. Yeah. And you know, there's no there's, there's no sort of black. Middle class, well, there's no, there's no kind of black upper middle class. Right, the wealthy, right, right, right. the wealthy folks in Chicago seem to be the white folks. Yeah. So, um, I, I, the, the studios and certainly my studio was was not particularly diverse. Right. Um, but I, I think it, 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 in fact, not diverse at, at all. all. And, and the diversity that we had was largely it was Hispanic people and yeah. lots of South American creatives and stuff like that. Mm. Um, I think that the, the, the interesting point here um, is that I suppose at the moment sort of transformation and diversity in the workplace in the United States, um, the conversation is revolving a lot around uh, the inclusivity of women, especially right. at leadership level. Yeah. And that's almost their big thing at the moment. So okay. I think that, uh, I mean, they are tackling diversity. In fact, there was a, uh, the one show I think had a workshop in New York recently um, which was an advertising workshop called Where Have All the Black People Gone? Sure. And it was about the absolute, um, um, you know, kind of paucity of, of, of black talent in, yeah. uh, in the U.S. But from, from a, you know, from a, but, but, but what is happening and what, what is very encouraging is that, um, female, uh, ECDs and CCOs are starting to crop up all over the place, especially yeah. in New York and on the West Coast. And I think that, you know, if you say what's the South African version of that, it's got to be the fact that, you know, we've 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 got to have a. I, I think that we have been good at developing a body of senior black talent in this country. Yeah. But I don't think the problem is that 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 today's junior black talent is going to become tomorrow's senior black black talent, and yeah. I don't see that body of people getting any bigger in the industry mm. necessarily. Mm. And I'm sh- I'm not sure that people are joining the industry with the amount of opportunity that they need to uh, 
right. to really make a sincere difference. You know, obviously, um, Andrew Levy and Investec at the Power of 50 are bringing yes, 50 yes, yes. kids a year. Shout, shout out Andrew Levy. Shout yeah. out Andrew Levy. Yeah. And I, and, you know, I think that that's the biggest single, it's one of the biggest single interventions in yeah. the industry. And it's from a, an outside corporate, you know, Investec. Yeah. It, it, so I think that we probably do need to take a bit of a look at ourselves and, and say, yeah. oh, are we doing everything that we can to bring through the talents? I mean, yeah. um, and, and, and I think that what's making us particularly sensitive to that is the fact that normally you're sitting in client meetings and, it's, and I don't think that there's been, you know, any breaks put on transformation in the bigger, the bigger clients. Yes, you know? yes, I mean, yes, you, yes. You, you, on, in South African breweries and Mondelez and... Uh, completely, completely, so that, yeah. It's a, it's a matter of just getting that job done. And I think it's probably one of the reasons why, you know, yeah. I joined OFYT because that thing is baked into the systems here. That's huh? great. Um, that's great. We, we, we have a, we have an intern program that's part of the profit line of the agency. Oh, excellent. That's really, really cool. So, so, so funny, funny you should mention that because, you know, I just wanted to veer off a little bit and say, so when you came back, you came back from America. Why didn't you go back to Ogilvy? Yeah. I mean, you, you did amazing things there. Things like, like be the coach and all that. Like I was saying earlier, people don't even know yeah. how much, how many things you've, you, you've touched and made amazing. Why didn't you go back to Ogilvy? I mean, it feels like it would be the natural thing. I'm back. Uh, the guys who know me and love me, I can just go back there and go be amazing as I was before. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a good, it's a good question. You know, yeah. I, I think that, uh, one of the things that Chicago showed me was that um, uh, newness, you know, doing new things in your life is yeah. very important. I think it challenges you and I think it, uh, it kind of shakes you out of your comfort zone. That's and, right. And certainly just living in a foreign city and, and, and having to get used to uh, other people's cultures and stuff. And the cold. Um, was very good for me. So, yeah. And the cold. <laughs> yeah. So I think when I came back here, I didn't want to duplicate the experience that I had for 15 years at Ogilvy. I Got really you. wanted Got to you. do something new. And also, you know, as, as, as I've said often before, I think that you, we have, we have dual priorities in this country as senior creative people, whether you're white right. or black. And I think that one of the main priorities we've got is to try and, you know, pluck, grow the, the pyramid of people. You know, if it's a triangle and, and, and we're at the top, we yeah. need to make the base of that pyramid more representative and get the talented people coming through. That is so dope. Um, and I, I think it's, it's undeniable that it's there. Yeah. Um, so that, I mean, that's why we've got our internship program, yes, and obviously yes, yes. Ogilvy's got a you know Ogilvy's got thirty thirty five interns coming in every year. Yeah. he's got an amazing internship program. I think it's it's not uncommon in the industry, but um, yeah, you know, I think that they talk about business having like a third bottom line. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I think in South Africa, and if you're in a South African advertising agency, your third bottom line has undeniably got to be the development of black talent and the transformation of your agency. There's no doubt about That's it. Excellent. That's excellent. And maybe excellent. we maybe we're spending a little bit too much money on awards and not enough money on Boom. transformation. Boom! There it is, ladies and gentlemen. There's that uh, that word awards. One one more time coming up. Um, because because it is that you know. And and funnily, I was talking about I was talking about the pen drawings earlier, and I happen to know how you feel about the pen drawings. But let's not talk about. Let's not get into that. But, no, uh, no, no. But, no, whatever. <laughs> it's fine. No, I understand. <laughs> uh, but uh, but I, I do think that you know it's, that's an interesting point that you bring up, bring about because you know we spend a whole lot on awards and and we also do know that one of the things that hinder people coming into the industry is because they think or they know for a fact that we get paid shittily. 
You know, yeah. and and then yeah. and then they all they all compare themselves to their friends who are in other industries, who are interns, who are just coming to the in, in whatever industry, and they earn three times or twice what they do, and 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 maybe that's one of the things that's one of the real matrices we need, matrixes. Is that a real word? Matrix matri I. Yeah, yeah. Matrix matrices. matrices. Yeah, matrices. Yeah, that we need to look into, um, and and kind of go and kind of go. Maybe, maybe we need to we need to actually if we're gonna catch up with with other with other kind of corporate co- well other industries in in making sure that our transformation happens maybe we need to look honestly at at how we pay people at at, at how at, at how we we think that the the, the beginning or the, the first few stages or your your formative years in advertising how we handle those you know uh, and 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 is that is that a thing that that you think that you think could actually make a real difference like like if we paid people better. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and I mean, then you you come back to the structure of advertising agencies at the moment, where their profitability is being squeezed, and yeah. the, you know the the big networks are asking for more and more growth in an hey. environment where it's still difficult to deliver growth. And I think that the people who suffer are the people who are working at the agencies. That's right. So. You know, maybe what what I'd love to see is more ownership yeah. of energy agencies, more That's independent right. agencies. You know, I think that That's uh, right. That's um, right. what uh, what Sabu and Kamuhelo are doing with the odd couple is amazing, and I think that if the we odd have number. another ten or tw- the odd number, yeah. the odd number, <laughs> odd couple works as well. Well, they are an odd couple. This is also yeah. true. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think uh, you know if you can have ten or twenty more of those, yeah. I think that that's what we need because. Um, why can't uh, ad agencies be SMEs? That's you know? right. That's Why right. Why haven't they got support? Why don't we, as an industry, foster that? Because I think that, you know, I think there's a lot of a lot of people who say, yeah, 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 you know, that South African industry is owned by foreign corporates who mm. are listed on other exchanges. But, you know, that's the case in every country in the world. I mean, that's right. WPP and and IPG uh, and all those publicists guys. and yeah, all those guys. I mean, they, they've got their game together. But I think that there's. No reason why we can't support entrepreneurship in the industry a little bit more than we do, and maybe also just from a business point of view, yeah. um, you know, like help help people along. That's that's fantastic. So, uh, and I think that that's the way to make sure pay is equitable, because I think, especially in 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 uh, the bigger agencies, you know, the margins are so negligible. It's yeah. hard. It's hard to pay people well. You know. Yeah, it's true. That's true. It's amazing that you say that because uh, we had the guys from uh, from the Book of Swag, which who are really yeah. good good friends of mine. Shout out Book of Swag. Uh, and yeah, uh, book of swag guys. That's I, right. I, I remember meeting them a few years ago, and they were just an online magazine. I said, "You guys should start an agency," and I think that they actually did, didn't they? They did. They did. Uh, they they actually with us in in the same building, and and, and they speak highly of of exactly exactly the point that you're making now. That, that that's exactly what you told them that they shouldn't be yeah, trying. They shouldn't be trying to be to be employable. You know, it's it's important that they actually go out there and, and start something from scratch and actually blow up. And and that's exactly what they've done. They they've blown up in yeah. in, in a very big way. And so, so that's I mean, the, that's the stuff that the big clients are looking for at the moment. Is they really want streets, yeah. for want of another word. They want to know directly from the people who are having the experiences. That's right. Um, at that level, and they want the ideas to be coming from them. I think that's where the gold is, and I'm not sure if we're mining it that well. That's right. Yeah, I mean, amazing analogy. Considering there are now people who are trying to get into old mines uh, to get old yes. gold. Beautiful analogy there, Mr. Christos. That's what's up. That's what's up. Because that's essentially what <laughs> what the startups have started to feel like. It feels like you're zamazaming. You're going back into those old mines and trying to find new ways to get old gold. Beautiful. That's Mr. Chris Cross for you guys uh, with, the, with the good metaphors and the good analogies. America has not changed him, guys. Don't, let, don't, let, don't be fooled by that. Anyway, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, so I mean, there's there's a thing that I, I feel like is is a bugbear of mine that that I I'm hoping that because because of your view on things uh, is actually going to get addressed and and I'm and I'm hoping that that's also going to lead into you know kind of explaining to us. The structure at, at at OFYT and and what exactly you guys are are, are about and the thing is about is about uh, black creatives in Cape Town. You know, you said you said the name of that of that uh, conference that they had in New York was where have all the black people gone and that could apply very well in Cape Town because because as soon as as soon as a black creative uh, feels like they've made it, they pack their bags and up to Joburg, uh, which is exactly where they've yeah. gone. So so how how, yeah. how are you guys at at, at OFYT? Uh, planning on, on, on kind of on curbing that. I mean, I know you said you have an internship program, but is there fundamentally like a, a philosophical approach to, 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 to changing that? Well, I think certainly having an environment that's more nurturing of, of other cultures and yeah. acknowledging that uh, because, uh, you know, I've, I've spoken to, to black people whose experience of the industry both here and in Johannesburg is, is you know, it's not ne- not necessarily not the great. most uh, the most positive description. So I yeah. mean, I think so. I think it's being very conscious of the environment that you create. Yeah. But obviously, bringing people in. I mean, we our internship at the moment we're bringing uh, ten people in a year, and when when you consider there's only forty people in the agency, it's a right, considerable right. financial commitment from that's us. Huge. And uh, that, and that's so dope. I must commend you for that. That's really dope. Yeah, I mean, it's 25% of our staff and we put quite a, we, obviously the selection process is fairly, uh, it's, it's fairly stiff. I mean, it's, you know, you familiar with what Andrew's doing at Power of 50. I mean, those 50, yeah. guys, 50 people who are getting in there are very special. Sure. So sure. we're trying to find very special people and, and, uh, we, we developing the talent in the hope that they will stay at the agency and, um, yeah. obviously, push on with us and certainly half of our studios is well, certainly a lot of our studios filled with previous interns but a lot of our interns also you need to make space for the fact that yeah. they may want to go into other things and they may want to be photographers but I think that um, just making the sincere attempt to to be obviously the, there's a huge benefit for the agency right yeah. because we are we have suddenly got a whole bunch of people who understand implicitly a whole bunch of stuff that we don't know anything about yeah so, you know, while, while I suppose the interns are there to learn about advertising, I think that it's, it's, and you know, I've only been at this a few days, but I'm sure it's going to be a profound learning experience for me as well. That's right. And I mean, I think that that's why clients like Nike and Vodacom and, uh, are building, building these little incubators with yeah. like, you know, kind of young black creators in there because they want those insights. They want that thing. That's fantastic. That's awesome. Yes, like guys. Once again, this hour has just flown by, Mr. Chris Goss, Can you believe it's actually it's actually been an hour? Uh, that well, we, time always flies with you when I'm when I'm drinking tea with this you. This is bro. cool. Oh, we need to have tea, Mr. Gods. As soon as I'm done in Cape Town, we're having tea, man. But uh, but I mean, yeah. I, I think I think I, if there's if there's one last thing that you would like, that you would like for all of us to know about, you know, Mr. Chris Goss that's back. You know about about OFYT. This is this, well, yeah. This is a time where you can do the plug. But at the same time, you know, if there, is there is there one last thing that you that you want us to know that you want the people out there uh, to know about you know about yourself about how how you, how you see us us going forward as an industry you know I, th- I think that um i think it's a very exciting time for the industry i don't think that independent agencies have been this numerous and this this strong for some time and i think that there's um and i think that that's what i saw in ofyt was a, it was a chance to do something different and i think that when you start something this this laid on in in the life cycle of the country you you have an opportunity to do it right you know yeah and i think that that's what certainly that's what my business partners have done and i think that 
for agencies that might have started 10 or 20 years ago, maybe it's more, more difficult to adjust. But I think there's no excuse for agencies that are opening their doors now Got you. in South Africa to, to, to not think about the country that they're sitting in and think about the industry that they're trying to develop. And I Fantastic. think, that, you know, those two things go hand in hand. As I say, you know, that third bottom line we've got to be very, very yeah. conscious of. And I think that we spend a lot of time pretending to be conscious of it and not actually being sincere, sincerely, like really working hard to make gotcha. a difference. Yeah. Know? Wow. Fantastic. Guys, that's Mr. Chris Gotts for you. Thanks again, Mr. Mr. Gotts, for hanging out with us. And once again, I will have a, I'll have a cup of tea with you when, when I come down to Cape Town. Uh, thank guys, you so much, Grant. Thanks for the opportunity, man. Sharp, no problem. Thank you, Chris. Guys, thank you once again. This, this hour, this hour's flown by, but, uh, but I think we've had, a, there were a lot of gems, a lot of nuggets that we got from the conversation with Mr. Chris Gotts. So, so yeah. Uh, get the podcast once again. Like I keep saying, we actually didn't swear at all. I don't think I don't think Chris swore once. So you can play it for your moms. Uh, play it around the studio once or twice. Uh, get the podcast. Get all the previous podcasts as well. Um, it's amazing. It actually feels like all of them start to fit together uh, like a puzzle because because the conversation start keeps keeps evolving. Uh, so yeah. Get the podcast at cliffcentral.com. Uh, and yeah, I mean, once again, like I always say, if this, if this show was on a Friday, we'd be having a tequila. But let me hear, let me see you again next weekend or next Wednesday. Cheers. Bye bye. You have to have more black people in the agency. We tend to apologize for this or be a bit apologetic about how we say it. And and it's 22 years down the line. So, fuck that. G-G-G-Man, the ad man. Fuck that. <laughs> Want to hear more? Get the podcast on cliffcentral.com. This is cliffcentral.com.